Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. Shouldn't it be all things Kenobi? Hmm. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And really, this episode is long overdue. But since... <laughs> yes. <laughs> since he s- does do the intros to every single one of our episodes, thank you, James Arnold Taylor, we are dedicating <laughs> an entire episode to the greatness that is James Arnold Taylor. Yes. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, he actually is the voice of our intro. We sent him a message on Instagram. I know we've said this a few times on the show, but just for any new listeners... We sent him a message on Instagram, explained how we became best friends basically because of him. Yes. Because of his performance as Obi-Wan. That's how Leanne and I found each other. And I just said we were starting a podcast and we were not wanting to do a jingle necessarily, but we thought maybe if you would just say hello there, we could use that as our intro. And next thing I know, I'm getting an email with a long audio file and all these different variations for us to use and he was so generous i offered to pay him and he didn't accept he just gave it to us out of the goodness of his heart and i was just really in shock (laughs) i remember the day that you told me that and and you sent me the file like i literally almost shit my pants (laughs) like because it was obi-wan it was obi-wan in the inbox like yeah it's it was amazing so cool such a cool dude and you know, we're, we're going to go over every single one of the voice actors from the Clone Wars series. We've we've already talked about Sam Witwer. We've dedicated an episode to Dave Filoni himself. And we have plans mm-hmm. to do all the additional actors like Ashley Eckstein and um, Matt Lanter. Matt Lanter. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just all the greats, really. And so this episode is dedicated to James Arnold Taylor. Yes. Thank you for being so nice to us, James. And we so nice really to everyone. Appreciate it. He, he's he's truly he's a cool truly. dude, and everyone, you know, I've yet to see one bad thing said about him on like the social medias. Everybody yeah. thinks he's cool because he is. He's just incredibly kind, and like you can tell, he really cares about his fans. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious. He gives a lot of himself to his fans. That's very obvious, especially if you like listen to his podcast. You can tell. That he really does deeply care. Mm-hmm. Like, he's one of those people who just cares about other people, which I think is kind of rare in this day and age. And so. he's very interactive, which is nice mm-hmm. because he's he's obviously into what he does, right? He does voices for so many more characters than just Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Clone Wars series. But, I mean, hell, he's yeah. Plo Koon in the, in the Clone Wars series. <laughs> Let's not forget, he is Plo he is. Koon. Little Soka. The Gandalf of... Oh, I know it kills little me. Soka. Little Soka. I love that, but... <laughs> it's precious. Yeah. But the man's he's talented. He's the Gandalf of Star Wars. Yeah, he's so talented. I mean, he's done... Just to name a few. He's Fred Flintstone. He's been in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He played Leonardo in one of the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yes. movies. <laughs> he's... Titus or Titus, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, what is that? Final Fantasy? Yeah, Final Fantasy. He's in a lot of video yeah. games. He does voice oh, voice work for a lot of video yes. games. Yes. 
He's also the voice of Fox <laughs> for like when they're doing the promos for The Simpsons. Oh, or yeah, yeah, Family yeah. Guy. Yes. He's the voice who says, coming up next on Fox. Like, that's him. It's pretty crazy. It's awesome. And he's also been, he's not really credited, unfortunately, because he plays a lot of random, doesn't play. He voices a lot of random characters in all of the sequel trilogy movies mm-hmm. within Star Wars. So, I mean, he's he's got his yeah. fingers in everything because he's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so talented and just has crazy control over his voice, which we've talked about in previous episodes, like the Reiko Hardeen episode Hardin we did. The Reiko Hardeen is so crazy. That, that isn't modulated. Like, that's him doing the voice. And I've seen demonstrations where he shows how he, and he, I think he did it even once on his podcast he talks about how he has to like use his voice a certain way to drop down into that lower octave and like make it a little more gravelly and he said the character sounds like he's probably had his nose broken so he uses like (laughs) sinus cavities a little differently like that's actually true so much yeah right (laughs) the character does look like he's been roughed up well the thing is is that obi-wan kenobi's character has had his nose broken at least a thousand times Depending on the episode, like, so. <laughs> but Rico Hardine, yeah, yeah. That now that yeah. you mention it, I definitely hear it. <laughs> well, it's, that's why I feel like when people think of voice actors is just doing voices. It's not really that. It's so much more than that. It's like understanding your own physiology, but also there's psychology in it as well. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure he thought of the idea that Rico Hardine had a broken nose. Not he wasn't told oh, sure. that that yeah. was his idea. So it's just like him interpreting the character. It's it's really impressive, and the amount of care and thought and like craft, yes. so to speak, in his performance is really impressive. And and we talked about when we did the Rako Hardin episode, we talked about how just when he talks as Obi Wan, but within the form of Rako Hardin, he brings out that little bit of accent, that little bit of. Obi Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi swagger, if you will. Yeah. Even though it's still in Reiko Hardin's voice, I mean that's that's impressive. I mean that's that's yeah. control and the knowledge yeah. of a character. You know. Imagine your brain having to like. I can't. Those two <laughs> characters. I, voice actors are really really cool. I it it's just yeah, and he loves what he does. He's immersed in it, and he has his own podcast, and he's done he's done uh, Star Wars conversation, Clone Wars conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really fun. I if you're a Clone Wars fan, I would highly recommend checking those out on YouTube because yes. it's just him sitting down with the other actors one on one. And the first one he did was with Anna Graves, and they talked about Obi Wan and Satine. Love it, it was just really. And the one he did with Matt Lanter, I love. I think that's a two parter, mm-hmm. and I just love. Everything about that. Yep, I've, I've seen that one. That is excellent. I love those two. <laughs> they, I do too. And they tell really cool stories about working on the show, and but also talk about other stuff. It's not just Star Wars related. But it, for anybody who's like a deep Clone Wars fan, that is a, a YouTube video I would highly recommend. All of them. Mm-hmm. Because they're really fun. And then he talks to other actors who do like smaller characters or like peripheral characters. He talks to the actress who voices Ari Gallia, who oh, yeah. she is she is awesome. She also is the voice of Zero the Hut's mother. Oh god. 
<laughs> who we love here on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god that character everything so about funny. that whole episode is I amazing know. but 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 that mother is truly a, a gift a, a, just a gem <laughs> <laughs> i love when she shouts who's gonna pay for my door yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the jedi just walk away like mm, uh, uh, we'll take not gonna uh, answer uh, no. that question we'll, I don't know. we'll find someone to take care of it maybe uh, <laughs> But that whole episode's amazing. Anyway, the, the, they must have all had an amazing it. time just being... That had to have been fun. Bottom yeah. line. Seriously, Obi-Wan with Quinlan Voss is just a recipe for success. Yes, yeah. Well, in its disaster, you find exactly. success. <laughs> Highly entertaining, if nothing else. So, of course, when we talk about James Arnold Taylor, we talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi, of course... But yeah. he also has his own podcast, which, by the way, he has just recently called us friends. Yes, you heard it. He called us here on Most Things Kenobi his friends yes. on his podcast. <laughs> and the moment we heard that happened, Lauren called me at work, nearly shitting her <laughs> pants when she had heard it on his podcast, which, by the way, is called Talking to Myself, correct? Yes, I believe so. Okay. And he does, like, it's him doing all the voices of all the characters. He And he switches back and forth, which, again, I don't know how how they do that. Uh, how actors, amazing. voice actors do that. <laughs> so James shouted us out on his podcast called Talking to Myself. But he often mm-hmm. reads comments and, and uh, answers questions from the fans that he reads. And Lauren here... Left a comment, a very nice comment, and he read it and said his good friends at Most Things Kenobi, and then said that everyone should go follow us, and we kind of died. (laughs) We did. Oh, my gosh. I was sitting in my office just working and listening to his podcast, and then he started reading comments, and he read hours and I was like oh my god and I like got up and ran through the whole house, ran outside through the through the backyard to uh, the garage where my boyfriend was drywalling the the garage and i'm like you won't believe what just happened and then i ran all the way back into the house and called me called me running yes (laughs) and it was we fangirled but who wouldn't (laughs) i mean come on it's well he he shouted us out and then he read our comment the comment i left in the voice of obi-wan yes which i mean icing on top of the cake (laughs) Right there. I mean, God. So cool. It was pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, James. We are shouting you out back. Not that you need our help because you definitely have way more than... We have dozens of fans. You have thousands of fans. Yeah, definitely. But you know what? We still still say everyone should go check out James Arnold Taylor's podcast. It's, It's really fun. It's very uplifting. It is. And there's a lot it's of not about... un- uplifting things if you yes. dig into the Star Wars, uh, I don't know, yeah. uh, online there's universe. Some trash. Yeah, there's some shit talk out in the Star Wars universe. There's a lot maybe. of nitpickiness that's really unnecessary. I mean, are we not here just to escape and have fun? Yeah. I always thought we were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's one thing to I... criticize or have an opinion or something, but like it doesn't, number one, it doesn't always need to be said 
you know, you can think anything you want. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah. necessarily need to be written and posted everywhere, but... Um, What's well, that old adage, right? If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Like, why are you going out of your way to say mean things about anything? Well, it's, 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 look, it's no, uh, it's no secret that we don't like The Last Jedi. All right. We're pretty vocal about that. But we don't go around telling everyone who likes The Last Jedi that they're wrong. Right. You know, and so exactly. that's how it should work. Everyone's allowed to like what they want, dislike what they want, but leave it at just that, you know? And so if you want an yeah. uplift, point is, if you want an uplifting, uh, positive place to go, James's podcast is just that. Yeah. It's really, really nice. It's spiritual. That's for sure. He talks, he's very open about like his faith and his spiritual beliefs. So maybe that's not for everybody, but if you don't like that part of it, you can always fast forward to the parts where he talks about like his book like jat 365 is a really good example oh, yes. i have that it's it's like um it's kind of like a daily journal where he writes an inspirational prompt and then uh, asks you a little question and gives you a place to actually write in the answer just to kind of like help you stay in a positive headspace which i think is just like such a noble thing to offer mm -hmm. the world mm -hmm. you know you can buy it on amazon but he also has it for free just on his youtube yeah so it's, you know, it really, honestly, personally, it really helped me through a really hard time. And sometimes I'd sit down and listen to the YouTube. It's literally like a minute and a half. And it'd be like the thing I needed to hear that day that just kind of like uplifted me or put me in the right <laughs> headspace. So, yeah, I just really enjoy listening to his podcast. It's nice to... <laughs> sometimes it makes me laugh out loud because he does all these different voices and he just did one he just did one in the last episode that was like negative nelson or something i can't remember oh. but it was like someone who was like oh i don't know i don't know it was so funny because i was like that's exactly how i feel because i'm always like nervous in new scenarios oh. it was just it was really funny like is anyone else out there nervous about parking situations in places that are brand new to them because I am. I hate that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's common. When people don't know where to go. Yes, I can't can stand that. Oh, it drives me yeah. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> can anyone relate? I hate I've told you this before. I hate yeah. going into a restaurant or, or, or into a pla any place where I'm meeting someone and I have to find them. Go find the booth that they're at, the table that they're at, or wherever they're sitting. I hate that. Yeah. It really bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> I hate looking stupid because I don't know something. Like, where to park or where to find my friend who's I'm meeting, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Anyway, what does this have anything to do with anything? I don't... <laughs> tangent. The tangent has occurred. We have to have at least one tangent, yes. <laughs> you know what I would like to ask? James Arnold mm -hmm. Taylor, have you ever had? Have you ever heard him say this? Is he a big video game player? Is he a gamer, or does he just do voice voices for video games? That's interesting. I think it, he actually did say something about this in one of the episodes I listened to. Like they, he and his family have video games, especially if he voices them. I'm sure mm -hmm. that they have them. But he's really big into like classic video games. Oh, well. Like, he was just talking about one, honestly, in the last episode I had listened to, and I can't remember it now, but it's of the, like, um, oh, God, Leanne, help me. What is the, um, 
it's not Pong, but it's like after Pong. Atari? Yes. Like the Atari this is era before of video Nintendo games. NES. Atari came before oh, yeah. Nintendo NES. So, yeah. yes. So it's like older Atari games. Like, he's all into vintage stuff. Like, he loves vintage microphones. He likes vintage cars. He's actually a big collector of watches, which is kind of cool. Okay. Niche. He talks about that That's in his nice. podcast. So, yeah. I love, though, when he talks about, like, microphones. Because now that we've been doing more voice work with our podcast and everything, it's interesting to kind of learn how different microphones have different sounds to them and can handle different kinds of environments and it will either add like warmth to your voice or you know that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. i always find that really interesting when he talks about that kind of stuff well he does a lot of video game voice uh, like voice work ratchet and clank being like the top final fantasy um kingdom hearts which i was actually surprised to see but also mm. he does a lot of the star wars lego voice which makes sense yeah. um people yeah. really love the star wars lego stuff i've never gotten into it I do but you recommended yeah. watching the star wars lego christmas <laughs> is that the one not the full episode uh, okay <laughs> I, I uh i don't know too much about i i just can't get with like a toy being a video of a movie. It's a stretch <laughs> for me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think. But people love usually, it. Usually they have something pretty funny in them. I've heard that the Lego Star Wars Lego video game is awesome. I've heard it's like one of the best Star Wars video games out there. But Which I have um, not tried. But he has done Obi-Wan's voice in Battlefront 2, which I do yes, own. which was. And I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I was going to say, have you played I'm it? I'm terrible it's at really it. It's really hard. It's really, I mean, I am not good at first person shooters and it's it's kind of mm-hmm. got that. You can go third mm-hmm. person and, and see your character, but it's really hard to get to like a point where you get to be the, uh, your choice of characters expands as you get better. And I, I've never gotten better. So I've never gotten more characters to play. Oh, I see. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I I'm good at some of those, but I haven't played video games for a really long time. But I used to be very good at first person shooters, except Battlefront. I was I just it was so hard that it wasn't even fun. No, no, and I bet you <laughs> it was one of the first games I got when I first got into PlayStation. Like I I listen, mm. I'm not like the world's best gamer. I've just recently started. I started with a PS4. Le- Correction. I started with Atari and Nintendo NES back in the fucking day. Okay. Then there was a huge... Did you ever have a Sega system? No, but my uncle did, and I played his Sega all the time. Yeah, I loved Sega. Sega was like, great. We, my, cousin, my cousin had Sonic, and I loved yeah, playing Sonic. Sonic, I, I always played Tails. The, oh, the fox cute. with the double... T- anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there was a, a large gap of decades there, and then I got back into gaming. <laughs> My dad got me the um, the Nintendo NES like cube of just it's all the digital games are on it, and so oh, that cool. basically prompted me to get the PlayStation Four. I now have the PlayStation Five. I got it last year when it was still hard to get. <laughs> and, <laughs> but then I got a Nintendo Switch, so I'm basically all in at this point. But one of the first games I got was Battlefront Two, and I I didn't know what the hell I was doing, 
But I bet you if I picked it back, I've progressed to other games. Um, mm-hmm. But I bet you if I picked it back up, I might be better at it. I just have never gone back to it. Well, especially now that you've been doing the, uh, what is that Viking one you've been playing? Valhalla. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. Assassin's Creed. You're probably better now because you, <laughs> that's a lot of axe swinging. And... It's amazing. <laughs> I played it last night. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that um, the reason I ask if James Arnold Taylor has said if he gamed is because I, he's done so many voices, right? He's even in Star Wars Squadrons, which is a game I want mm-hmm. to get eventually. Yeah. I'm terrible at flying games, but yeah, I would love to flying fly. Or driving, I'm awful. It's awful. So but I would love to at least try to fly an X-Wing or a TIE fighter in that game. I think it would be awesome. You know what would be awesome is if they made Squadrons a VR game. <gasps> oh, you you would that love would that. Awesome. Lauren is the oh VR God. gamer of this pairing. I do. I love VR. Oh, my gosh. I have a, an Oculus, and I can go in there and not come out. <laughs> <laughs> you have a whole imprint hours. on your face. I like- do. <laughs> And when my headset's dying, I'll plug into the wall and stand next to the wall and play because I don't want to stop. It's so good, though. It's so fun. It's so fun. And if any Star Wars Lucasfilm person is listening, I have a great idea for a VR game where you just explore different worlds in Star Wars. That would be amazing. So you I would love that. You drop down onto Tatooine. Yeah, and like walk around, drive a speeder. It doesn't have to be like they don't all have to be intense, scary. Like I've played a zombie game recently. It was so fun but terrifying. And didn't you play like, I, I would You did a climber game where you literally oh fell and it felt like you were falling? Yes, like off the I, rocks. That's that's oh too God. much. <laughs> I mean, I I rock climb for real, and it was nothing like rock climbing for real, first of all. And second of all, I have never become more motion sick in my entire life. After maybe 15 minutes, I literally peeled the headset off my head and just laid down on the floor. And after about 45 minutes, I crawled up onto my bed and laid there. And it was just like, I was sickened. It was, and and I had it on like the you can adjust the settings so that they don't make you so queasy and yeah. it didn't make any difference. That was so nauseating. When Leanne. VR becomes too real. It it's like a known problem <laughs> that people can get pretty sick playing it. So yeah. Yeah. That's why I have my own headset. <laughs> if I puke on my own headset, nobody's going to be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James, we've gotten way off topic. Well, I was <laughs> I was going to bring it back with, um, did you know who he voices in Celebrity Deathmatch from back in the mid-2000s, 2006, 2007 era? Remember Celebrity no. Deathmatch? Remember that shit? I remember it, it from college. It's a show. It's a show. Okay, I was going to say, I remember a show. But it was like cartoon or claymation or some weird animation of like two celebrities going at it like you know guess what he did who he voiced johnny depp and christian bale <laughs> of all people <laughs> that kind of makes sense though it does like you can kind of I mean, hear it makes it. sense <laughs> like, that those actors quote those characters would be on that right death match. i i saw that and i just thought okay that makes sense to me that makes sense to me that's really funny Oh my gosh, I'll have to go back and find He does so many voices, though. If you go down through all of these different TV series, 
and and mostly the video games. He does a lot of Marvel video game uh, voices. Mm-hmm. Um, he was even in the Powerpuff Girls TV series, which I used to watch as a kid. Like I was, well, I was kind of a young teenager. That's cute. And Mark Hamill was the voice on that show too. Well, there he goes. The whole <laughs> roster showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he blows my mind. Though uh, James Arnold Taylor blows my mind in particular because he's such a mimic. Mm-hmm. You know, he voice doubles for like obviously Ewan McGregor, yes. but like uh, Michael J. Fox. Yes. He does both Marty McFly and Doc. He does. From Back to the Future. Yes. He also voice matches Yandu from I I think it's either an animated show or video game or something. It is. It's, the... it's Lego Marvel superheroes. There you go. <laughs> Another Lego, which I've never seen because it's Lego. So what you were saying, what you were saying before about the Lego Christmas special. It's only worth watching the first couple of minutes where you get to see Obi-Wan as a young... He plays young Obi-Wan with Qui-Gon and he's just bitching about having to care about a trade commission. Like, nobody cares about a trade dispute. And it's like, yes, nobody does. He he is... Nobody does. He's the voice of the people in that moment. (laughs) Obi-Wan is all of us in that moment. Yes. Uh, well, he just recently had a movie, it came out a couple of years ago, I guess, called Animal Crackers, which is Yes, 2017. So, it's so cute. It, it was on Netflix, and it was really cute. It's about these, like, magical animal crackers that turn, I, I'm, like, gonna definitely describe it badly, but it, like, turns people, you eat one, and you turn into animals. So you eat, like, an animal wow. cracker, and you turn into an animal. It was super cute. It was about, like, a little circus and his daughter That's is cute. one of the voices in the movie. It's so cute. I highly recommend if you want just something nice and snuggly. <laughs> That's really cute. That one was adorable. Do you, do you know that... I didn't know this. He's in a TV series short. The TV series called Clarence, which is the name of my cat, <laughs> who is laying right here being very good for once. <laughs> but he voices... um. Several different people in this in the TV series. It was from 2015 to 2017. Huh, that's interesting. I mean, it it's it's nonstop. There's a bunch of Spider-Man things. Of course, we said Final Fantasy video games, a lot of Lego stuff, a lot of just a lot of Marvel stuff. Yeah, um, and he does video DC. Game. Also, he he was the voice of Green Arrow. He's been in some Batman yep. stuff. Yeah, yep. he, he just pretty much covers it all. Basically, what we're trying to say is he has a lot of talent. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And for some reason, he called us his friends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're blown away by those two singular things. His talent and why he called us his friends and shouted us out (laughs) on his podcast. Look, we're tooting our horn, but I don't give a shit. It's cool. (laughs) Thank you, James. Yeah, it was very exciting. Well, I guess one other thing we can talk about for him. He didn't ask us to, but we could do it. He's planning to make his own movie. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we just talked about this. Yeah, he's been kind of talking about it on his podcast a little bit. And it's, it's, I love the idea of it. It's like, it takes place in a comic book shop. And it's supposed to be kind of like The Breakfast Club, but nicer. Probably not like... (laughs) It's probably more polite than the Breakfast Club. Not with the gritty undertone that 
Breakfast Club had. Yeah, or like that creepy scene that nowadays is actually sexual assault, but you know. Whatever. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I loved Breakfast Club, but that scene always, Me too. as a kid, I was just like, that's not okay. That was not okay. But anywho, moving on. Um, so it's like these kids waiting in line for an event at a comic book store, and it's just kind of like how they're having a conversation, and you, you kind of get to know their lives and what's going on in their lives in the background. I think it sounds really fun. I love me too. I love stories about comic book shops because I love comic book shops. Yes, I and I could see myself. Them. I could see myself in that line. Yes, because God knows, we've stood in several very long <laughs> day after day long lines you in our have. history. Well, you have. I, mean- <laughs> I show up like after I've slept in till <laughs> ten a.m. Well, this is true. Yes, there were the, some of us were more devoted than others, but we got the job done, right? <laughs> <laughs> not devoted i should say some of us are more foolish than others right well, i don't but know some of us done. are more capable of waking up in the morning <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm not good yeah. in the morning which is why i don't do that well at cons i show up when i want to show up and probably miss well that's why you stuff, rely but... on on uh my friend and i my friend derek and i to uh get there i should pay you guys some money or something for oh, the please the experiences please. you've provided the 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 Clone Wars panel alone, which, by the way, James was not at, and we were sad. I know, I was really bummed. But he was at Star Wars Celebration when I was at he was. Celebration the next year. But I was too yeah. too shy to buy an autograph and go say hello. I would have. I'm too shy. I was two feet away from Matt Lanter, and I didn't say anything. Yeah. So, I mean, we're even. I mean, it's yeah. just like... When you're there and you're in the moment and you're like that close, it you, you just kind of close up. Yeah, it's true. At least we do. Yeah, I clam up. Like. I straddle the line of like wanting to be selfish and go say hi and like fulfill that. And also they're people too. So you want to respect yeah. their privacy and distance and like not bombard them. Yes, they should be allowed to just walk around and do exactly. whatever they want without being harassed constantly. Yes. So usually that's the part of me that ends up winning. Anyway, James, yeah. if we ever run into each other, we'll be sure to not chicken out and we'll come say hi. Hopefully. <laughs> or you're welcome to come say hi first, even though you don't know what we look like. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're on your Instagram. I'm kind of yeah. the more anonymous one. I guess I'm starting to Which show if we my get our Twitch more. channel, If we get our Twitch channel in order, you will see us both more. Yes, I'm excited. That's going to be really fun. It's coming. It's coming. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention too is he's looking for artists for this movie. So we have a lot of really talented artist friends who um might be interested in the opportunity. So he was saying that they would not be able to pay the artist, but it would be an opportunity for you to draw like comic book type covers because they need art and like fake comic books because they're not paying for licensing or anything like that. But you could have your work in the movie. And just, it'd be like bragging rights, basically, which I think is pretty yeah. cool. So, Yeah, definitely cool. throwing that out there to any of our artist followers who want an opportunity to kind of get their art in front of some people, that could be a really neat thing to do. Definitely looking forward to, to seeing what unfolds with that movie of his. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It could be really cool. <laughs> So we've talked about a lot of James Arnold Taylor's many talents and many voices and his many voice work. So 
Are you familiar with any of the ones we talked about? Did we skip any that uh, you really love? <laughs> Bottom line, tell us what other works you love that James Arnold Taylor does. Either voice work, directing, producing. Yeah. Um, maybe things you're looking forward to. Let yeah. us know. Anything outside of Star Wars would be really cool to, to learn more about. Because obviously, mm-hmm. obviously we love the Star Wars stuff, but... I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen our cover art? We obviously love <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi Star Wars. So. <laughs> Let us know. Chime in on the social medias. Next week, join us back here for some Star Wars quotes. <laughs> We're going to be going through a list of our favorite. What do you want to do? Like our... Top two, top like three favorites, or yeah, because there's so many good quotes throughout Star Wars, and I wanna, I wanna hit the ones that mean the most to me and why. Mm-hmm. So they'll be our personal favorite quotes yeah. from Star Wars. Yeah. Cool. So join us back here, and we will have a nice chitty chat about our favorite Star Wars of quotes. All our favorite quotes, and maybe maybe we'll come up with some of our own on the way there. <laughs> Peace is a lie, bitch. <laughs> Last week, we did our first Women on Star Wars roundtable about Padme Amidala, and we had our very good friend, Jenny from Jenny Marie Studios, an incredibly talented artist, join us for that discussion. So when we asked the audience what they thought about Padme, we actually did a few um, interactive Instagram stories over on our Instagram account, at most underscore things underscore Kenobi. And one question was, how do you feel about Padme? 87% said they adore her. 13% said they didn't like her. When asked, which of Padme's traits is your favorite? Of the choices, her beauty, her strength, her compassion, and her courage. Number one choice amongst people that answered was her courage, followed by her compassion. When do you relate to Padme more, we asked. And 55% said when she's soft and kind. And 45% said when she's kicking ass. And also, how do you feel about Padme and Anakin's relationship? And it was a tie. Number one was, it's unhealthy, but a tie for second was, it's heartbreaking and it makes me uncomfortable. Um, One person wrote in, what do you think about Padme Amidala? Their answer was, brilliant, fought for peace, one of the few reps that wanted to negotiate and use diplomacy. Absolutely true. And another person wrote in that she deserved better. And I think we can all agree, whether we like the character or don't like the character, we can all agree that she definitely deserved better. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. Remember to follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram, and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Plus, you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com. So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. Thank you.